What's going on, guys? I'm Tao. And I'm Taylor. And this is the, the Big Bro Security, Security Show. Show. You're a weekly source for cybersecurity news where we cover the top five pieces of news from the past week in cybersecurity uh, news, pretty much, and in an easy, digestible format for you guys so that way you stay up to date on everything you need to know that's going on in the cybersecurity realm. We also talk a little bit just about what's been going on in our lives and just various other topics that we like to deep dive into at the end of this podcast, so stay tuned all the way until the end to hear some stuff like that. Our first topic of news is presented by Taylor today. Okay, the first topic is pretty simple. It's just the fact that the first piece of malware was discovered in the wild to that runs natively on Apple's M1 Mac chips, which I actually have the M1 MacBook Pro right here. So that's news for me that there's some malware that will run natively on there. Yeah, so now my brother can finally get malware on his computer. <laughs> not that he's going to do that, obviously, yeah. but he could. Although that would not be smart, really. Mm-hmm. And it, other malware could theoretically still run on Rosetta, which translates from x86 applications, which is what Macs used to be on, to ARM. But now that it's native, it's a little bit easier to hide. The next piece of news is SolarWinds hackers stole some source code for Microsoft Azure Exchange and Intune. So if you don't know what the SolarWinds attack was, click the call card up here or the link in the description of this podcast or YouTube video. And I'll have a link to my YouTube video where I basically explained some about the SolarWinds attack. In that video, I mostly focused on the fact it influenced the government, but they also, it was a supply chain attack, so every company who used SolarWinds Microsoft among them was included within this attack. So that means that it was a pretty big deal and they got access to a lot of things. Some of the stuff they got access to within Microsoft includes a small subset of Azure components, subsets of service, security, and identity, a small subset of Intune components, whatever Microsoft Intune is, and a small subset of Exchange components. This attack has reinforced the need to embrace the zero trust mindset for Microsoft. Basically where you're not trusting anything at all and you assume that you're already compromised, so you make all your accounts have least privilege, have separate admin accounts from standard user accounts, that kind of thing. And the next piece of news we have after that, our third piece of news, is the US charges three North Korean hackers over a $1.3 billion cryptocurrency heist. So basically, some North Korean hackers stole $1.3 billion in cryptocurrency, plus a bunch of other money as well. They are also have been claimed as responsible for the WannaCry ransomware from 2017, the SWIFT attack on banks and ATM networks, which stole more than $1.2 billion and racked in at least $112 million from cryptocurrency scams. So I guess all these little charges are a sum of $1.3 billion. However, $1.9 million of crypto was seized by FBI from some cryptocurrency exchanges because it was stolen from a financial services company in New York. So basically they stole tons and tons of money. Um, yeah, this actually makes sense. So the $1.3 billion is the total of all the money they've ever gotten and only $1.9 million, which is like less than 1% or about, yeah, I'd say almost 2% of all the stuff, all the money that the hackers stole was recovered by the FBI, which is pretty interesting. Okay, so continuing continuing with my theme of announcing M1 stuff, there's a new malware called Silver Sparrow. Well, it's not completely new, but it has been converted to a ARM-based program too, and it has been discovered to infect over 30 
or well, not over, but almost 30,000 endpoints and is generally in the form of adware as of now, but could change in the recent or in the days to come. Yeah, so one interesting bit about that, it runs on the Intel and ARM-based MacBooks, um, but it uses JavaScript for execution, which actually isn't normal in malware. Usually they'll run something like C, C++, Python, something like that. Not so much JavaScript, just something interesting. The last piece of news we have for you today is that Windows and Linux devices were hijacked in a two-year cryptojacking campaign. So cryptojacking malware is basically cryptocurrency mining malware. So some malware that mines cryptocurrency using the resources of your machine. And this specific variant was called Watchdog, which mines the coin Monero, which I think is XMR on the cryptocurrency exchanges. The attackers hijacked at least 476 Linux and Windows devices. So that's not a ton, but still pretty interesting. It does run on Go binaries, so the programming language Go. I think it's a Gopher is like the logo. So if you're looking into that, um, that's the language they use. Cryptojacking has become more profitable lately at, because the crypto has increased in price. Since Monero was like a couple years ago, it was like $100, and now it's like $500 a coin. And obviously Bitcoin's having this massive price run up to like 60000 almost pretty crazy but it's just becoming more prop more profitable to mine uh, cryptocurrency now and harder so there's going to be more crypto jacking botnets that are basically going to try and spread so that way an attacker can leverage tons of people's resources at no cost to him pretty much unless he gets caught and sent to jail to give himself cryptocurrency money something pretty interesting and now that that is the conclusion of our news segment, I figured that we would go ahead and just talk a little bit about what's going on in our lives lately. If you want to do that. Okay. Well, so. starting off, my most recent accomplishment, I can put it that way, um, would be that I graduated college, or from, I have a bachelor's degree in cybersecurity now from WGU, which is the same place that he went to. He got mm -hmm. the same degree. And then next up, starting next week, starts the master's program at WGU for the same degree classification. Yay. And stuff. So I'll be busy as of next week for the next couple months. But hopefully I can still get him on the podcast because yeah. it's only once a week thing. So he should still be able to do and that. I don't like have a job yet. I'm yeah. looking for one. So yeah, if you have that. a job that's remote work that he can just do, let us know. It'd be really nice. Um, because I'm not going to disclose our top secret location or where we're close to. Oh, actually, you probably already know if you have looked me up ever. Basically, if you have any jobs open around Montgomery area or um, remote work, let him know. He'd be more than happy. Or you can let me know and I'll let him know. Unless I try to steal the job. No, just kidding, I won't. But anyway, um, my biggest thing that I've done lately is I studied hard and I doing the penetration testing student course from ERN Security and passed the ERN Security Junior Penetration Testing Professional Certification. I made a video up there and in the description um, about that on my YouTube channel, Big Bro Security, which is where this podcast is going to go in addition to being on other podcasting services. And that certification was a ton of fun. I made a review about it and everything, but that's why I didn't post any videos really in the January of 2021 and early half of February because I was busy working on that certification, but I got that done now. I'm moving on to study for the ERN Security Certified 
penetra professional penetration tester certification. I always get that mixed up because the course is PTP and then the certification is PPT, CPPT. So it's just like, I always have to figure it out. But anyway, that's what I'm working on next. Um, I'm really excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun as I continue to work on it. We are planning to make more videos for you guys. Um, Terror hasn't really been involved in the Big Bro Securities channel very much, but I'm thinking that that's going to increase a little bit, especially once he's done with his master's degree and has some more time. Maybe he can, or maybe this week even, he can help me do some videos since it is Big Bro Security, which is kind of our co-brand that we're doing. And then also, of course, I'll be con producing the same high quality content for you guys. So make sure you subscribe and click the bell and give it a thumbs up. If you enjoy this podcast, we are going to start back doing this every single week. Make sure you subscribe on your platform of choice and leave a five-star review and send you know, some comments. I'd love to see your feedback on the podcast. If you have any segment ideas for each podcast that you'd like us to do, um, you know, like a specific segment every episode or anything like that, please feel free to let us know in a review. Or you can always comment on the YouTube version of our um, podcast. That is going to be monetized, so it's going to have ads on it. Um, I'm just trying to make some money off of this, so that way we can upgrade our gear to maybe actual podcast setup with proper microphones, etc. Um, all the revenue I make from this specific podcast will go towards improving the setup and quality of the podcast. Um, just like pretty much all the revenue I make from any of my normal videos will go to improving the normal videos. I'm Tao. And I'm Taylor. This is Taylor. We are Big Pro Security, and we'll see you in the next episode. See you later. Goodbye.